0: Welcome to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Let's talk some sports and have some lunch on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF.
1: Welcome into a Tuesday edition of Sports Scene, ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF. I'm Steve Russell. Time to eat some lunch and talk some sports. Sam is going to produce the broadcast today. Um, if all goes well, you'll be hearing from Howard Richard, who is with the Missouri Radio Network. He'll talk about the Mizzou football team. Uh, a couple of high school games played last night. Uh, Buholtz will play Gainesville uh, in their annual city rivalry game. That'll take place on Thursday, and you'll hear from Buholz coach Mark Whittemore. We have reached out to Gainesville coach Doc Pollard. Hopefully he will be able to uh, come on with us at some point Uh, as well Uh, and in the meantime uh, we will take your questions calls and comments about the sports world today 392-8255 you can email uh, srussell at wruf.com congratulations to the Phillies the Phillies the latest team to make the MLB playoffs so at least now we know all the teams that are in We don't know the order yet, but at least we know um, who is now in when those start in the next few days. National Hockey League regular season starts in a couple of days, too. Um, The NBA is in the midst of exhibition games. So, yeah. Now, a couple of things I want to bring up today. Sometimes... I'm guilty of this. We get caught up in the day-to-day specter of life. You know, what are you doing at, you know, for me? What are you doing after 2 o'clock when you get off the air? What are your responsibilities? What are you doing? Let me ask you this. And I'm asking this from a fan perspective. I don't want you to answer this question based on, oh, how cool would it be to coach a team? I don't I don't want that. Okay. Given the pressure that there is now to be a coach, okay? Would you coach and, and again don't answer the question, oh yeah, I'd love to coach a college football team. No. I'm talking Paul Christ at Wisconsin. I want you to fathom this. He was, this is his alma mater, he was sixty seven and twenty-six at Wisconsin. Sixty seven and twenty six computes to over seventy percent winning percentage in a good league. They started this year 2 and 3. Not a great start, but you know, they, they weren't all in 5. He's gone. He's gone. Well, so uh, I got to tell you I would n- I would never coach. I would never coach now. Never. There's too much noise from fans there's too much noise from people like me there's just too much noise social media what is it we don't how good maybe there's something in Wisconsin we don't know about right and granted lately they've not been great but you have no margin of error anymore you don't i mean Schools now, I please don't tell me any more about money. Money is just ridiculous now, with the television contracts and all of that. Schools are spe- they're, they're printing it. They, 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 there's no concept now in terms of what is out there. That's why, given all the noise, there, there's no, If you're Nick Saban, you know, if you're Dabo. Okay, I mean, it must be fun to coach. But how many coaches are like that? And that's why they're so good, because they're good every year. Look at Oklahoma. You, you think their new coach now is not going to get some heat? You think Texas doesn't have heat on its coach? Because those are programs that have traditionally won. I'm going to bring Dan Mullen up. Okay. Dan Mullen had a bad year, and Scott Strickland read the tea leaves and said, This isn't going to get better. So, despite, you know, it, it wasn't that long before they were in the SEC championship game with Kyle Trask and company. Look how fast that happened. There's a common denominator here, ladies and gentlemen it's the fan bases, it's the media. And it's the ridiculous expectation that is placed on these coaches. So if you don't win, it doesn't matter. Go, go back to Bobby Bowden. Go back to Philip Fulmer, okay? Oh, we we never should have fired Bobby Bowden. Well, right, but what happened? Bobby Bowden didn't win 11 games like he used to do. Philip Fulmer didn't win like he used to. And I get it. I don't care what job you're at, okay? What have you done for me yesterday or lately means nothing. It's what you've done today. Coaches get that. But I just wonder, take your fan hat off for a second and tell me, again, don't give me the the answer about you'd be a thrill to coach a team. Given all the pressure there is now, would you do it? Also, am going to delve into what's happening at SMU because it is a symptom of what I think is going to happen down the road in college athletics Twelve fourteen. time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry we'll talk some high school football with Behold's coach Mark Whittemore ESPN one FM 850 AM WRUF
0: Gainesville Sports Center here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM 850 AM WRUF
2: Good afternoon I'm Matt Quateraro. The Tampa Bay Rays take on the Boston Red Sox in the middle game of the three-game series. Tampa Bay has not won their last four series, which has dropped them down to the final wildcard spot in the American League. They will need to win these final two games and get some help from the Mariners to move up. You can tune into coverage right here starting at 6.30. The Gibson-Hawthorne High School matchup that was postponed last week due to Hurricane Ian will be played tonight at 7 o'clock at Hawthorne. Gators volleyball travels to Tennessee tomorrow for a matchup with the Volunteers. Florida split two games with South Carolina in their previous two games, but look to build upon their impressive 10 and three record. The Gators men's golf team wrap up the final day of the Ben Hogan Collegiate Invitational today. They currently sit 10th out of the 16 teams. That's your Gainesville Sports
0: Center. I'm Matt Quarteron. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM WRUF.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, let me tell you about Arthrex. It's a global medical device company and leader in new product development and Medical education in orthopedics. They pioneered the field of arthroscopy. They're committed to delivering uncompromising quality to the healthcare professionals who use their products and ultimately the millions of patients whose lives they impact. Arthrex right now is experiencing unprecedented growth. As an Arthrex employee, you have the chance to be at the forefront of the orthopedic medical device industry. They're hiring now at their manufacturing facilities in Florida, South Carolina, and California. Find out how you can join the team at careers.arthrex.com. That's careers.arthrex.com to learn more.
3: As a small business owner, you've got ings to do. That's why the UPS Store is here to help. From printing to shredding, even mailboxing, you can get every ing your small business needs all done in one trip, saving you time for all your other ings, like professional photo taking, or just enjoying family dinner. The UPS Store, every ink for small business, all in one place. The UPS Store. The UPS Store locations are independently owned. Product, services, pricing, and hours may vary. See center for details.
4: Get ready for game day, Gator Nation. Join your fellow UF alumni and friends to cheer on the orange and blue before each Gator home game at the Gator Nation tailgate sponsored by GEICO. Located at Emerson Alumni Hall, directly across the street from the swamp, you'll have a prime view of Gator Walk, live music, games, and all kinds of family-friendly fun. Featuring barbecue and beverages from Mojo's Hogtown and exclusive Gator gear from the UF Bookstore. Learn more at ufalumni.ufl.edu. Go Gators!
5: Hi, this is Dr. Art Mowry of Exceptional Dentistry. Listen to what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional Dentistry.
2: I would say that not only because they're absolutely the best, that they do pay attention and listen to each different patient and what their needs are, what their fears are, how they can help them through the, the different processes that you need to go through to have healthy teeth and that's what's really important to me. It's the difference between night and day just having the absolute best and know that that's what I have and um, I'm healthy and I know that that's what I'm going to be for the rest of my life because this is my team for the rest of my life. It's terrific. This
6: is Dr. Kim Mowry, and if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome, we're here for you. Please visit us at ExceptionalDentistry.com, that's ExceptionalDentistry.com. Dave
1: Automotive, we get the bugs out of your car. College football season is here, and there's lots of great plays being made. Hey, it's Steve Russell. Let me tell you about one of my favorite plays when it comes to my automobile. I take it to Dave Mays Automotive. Why? Because I trust the team to treat me and my vehicle with respect, integrity, and honesty. If you're tired of being treated like a number at the chain stores, make a great play and head to Dave Mays Automotive, located at 2905 Northeast 19th Drive in the industrial complex behind the Sunnies on Waldo Road. Brakes, AC, oil changes, tires, engine and transmission work, and of course, their famous bug check. Modern to import diesel trucks and fleet service—they do it all. Learn more at DaveMaysAutomotive.com. Dave
7: Mays Automotive, we get the bugs, all of them bugs, out of your car.
8: Football season is here. Time to let Electronics World upgrade your home entertainment so you can enjoy all the big games this fall. Hi, this is Tom Collette. Score big with a new Sony 4K Ultra HD TV or a custom designed, professionally installed home theater from Electronics World. The winning team at EW can put you right on the 50 yard line in your own home. Come visit us today and see for yourself. Just off Newberry Road, west of I 75 near TJ Maxx, or online at electronicsworld.net.
0: Follow ESPN Gainesville on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Stay up to date with the latest information, interviews, stories, contests, and events. We are 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Geaters. Sports Scene with Steve Russell continues here on ESPN, 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. And on your phone with the WRUF radio app.
1: Interesting uh, in asking about the coaching question. Daryl says he wouldn't even coach little kids nowadays. Too many parents thinking their kids the next Aaron Judge or Patrick Mahomes. William takes a sort of a, a big picture view here. He said he would do it, and twice on Sunday, with what they're getting paid, he would do it his way, live with the consequences. i most likely get fired in four years. Coaches get recycled, 99% get an assistant's job. With any luck, get another chance to be a head guy one day again, too. Pressure's alleviated when you make enough money to retire. Is it? I, I don't think it is. I, I don't think it is when you're coaching. I mean, look, if you're looking at it from, you know, ab- above the fray, yes, you're going to get a buyout. You're going to get money. But there, I think there's enormous pressure on coaches now. But he says you never have to worry about money again, which is probably true. Worst-case scenario, gets fired, gets a $10 million buyout, have enough capital to do anything in his life that he wants. Okay, I get it. Greg says he would never coach at the college level. He wouldn't mind doing what you once did, coaching some high school and middle school. Uh, you're right about the pressure to succeed. In fact, the head ball coach once said 10-2 isn't good enough around here anymore. And he says, and go Purple Hurricanes. Yeah. And I think fans forget that, that that is what the head ball coach did say. And, I mean, people seem to forget that. Uh, let's see. Tony, the only thing better than being a college football head coach is being a fired college football head coach. Millions to not coach. Sign me up, he says. Um, so, okay. William says, do you think counsel's safe in his job with the Brewers? Yes, Uh, If not, I mean, look, they were in the playoffs last year, right? Uh, And he even says this year they're going to miss the playoffs by a couple of games. I still don't understand the Josh Hader trade. Well, that's okay, but that's not him. At least I I don't think so. Maybe he orchestrated it. I don't know. But once again, should you be fired for something like that? I don't think so. I think his job is safe. Jerry. With only a few games left, any chance a pitcher tips off his pitches to judge we can hit 62? If not, if you get behind on the count, whether they just walk him or I'm in a close game late, why even pitch to him? Here is what I would do if I was pitching. <clears throat> First of all, I mentioned this guy's name the other day, and I only know his name because Roger told me his name, and he pitched for the Mets. Tracy Stallard. Gave up Roger Maris's sixty-first home run. Did that harm Tracy Stallard in any way? No, it didn't. So if you are the pitcher that gives up Judge's sixty-second home run, you'll be remembered for something. That that's number one, and number two, the only way I'll, I'll I'll do what you just said, Jerry. In a close game, why even pitch if you get behind? If If you are not – all the teams are now in the playoffs, right? So why not pitch to him? What is one game going to mean at this point, right? Do you want to win? Yes. If I'm pitching, you better believe I want to win. I don't care if it's game one or game 162, but I'm not going to – I mean, I'm going to pitch to him. I'm going to pitch – I'm going to challenge him. And if he hits it, he hits it. It's a lot different if I'm in a pennant race, and now I get behind, I'm not going to let him beat me. So, yeah, but a whole different situation, Jerry. And then I got two or three emails today about this, and, and I guess maybe it's a bigger issue for some people than I thought because they were all about interrupting football games to watch Aaron Judge go for 62. And I just don't understand why. I mean, Venom is the wrong. It wasn't quite that bad, but it was all these emails are like, I'm tired of seeing this. I want to watch football. If I wanted to watch Aaron Judge, I'd turn the channel. You agree with that? I mean, it's history. Now, granted, I'm biased. I was a history minor in college. I love history, but if you're did did, did in doing that, did it bother you that much, Byron? Hello.
9: Hey, Steve. Uh, Steve, I, I, I might talk a little weird. I just left the dentist, but uh, Steve, real quick, I got to play against Chris Doring like in a city league. Man, one of the coolest things. And I went to school with Roger Maris. He went to Bhop's. Man, it, it's weird when you can like know somebody and play it against them and see him on T V at Yankee Stadium. It's it's cool as heck to me. But Steve, what I call about, let's let's take college out of your question. And let's go pro. And I, I was asking you a question. Who is the best pro team in Florida? And, and and we don't know. I was just kidding. But right now, instead of talking your question, would you want to be a pro coach in Miami with a situation, if you want to talk about that, Brady's struggling with the books and Jacksonville, you know, now we two and two. Uh, we ain't two and two. Jacksonville are. But uh, what do fans do? Are we Do Do they all panic? Uh, and how do the coaches feel? Thank you, Steve, and that's my call for the day. Go Gators, of course.
1: Byron, thanks. I'm guessing he wants me to equate, you know, the pressure in the NFL. Maybe because we're in a college market as opposed to a pro market but look there's pressure there too right if if you're living in st louis you're i mean it's it's about the cardinals and maybe it's about the chiefs or but i mean there's still the the, the in new york they don't talk college sports they talk jets mets yankees etc and yeah there's pressure. I mean, Aaron Aaron Boone. My mom, ninety plus years old mom, calls me every day and says that Aaron Boone can't man. I mean, she, she's ninety something. So I mean, yeah. There's pressure there, too. But I think the pressure is a little bit different. Twelve twenty seven. Time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry. ESPN. Ninety eight one FM. A fifty AM. WRUF.
0: What's happening with the Gator Nation? Hear it here first, ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF.
1: Hey folks, it's Steve Russell for Dick Mondell's Burgers and Fries, where you can walk up or drive through for the freshest burgers in town, made to order. They support local Florida cattle ranchers, and they still feature great milkshakes, including the Key Lime Shake outdoor patio umbrella seating is available and if you're in a hurry you can order online for a quick pickup at dickmondells.com remember open seven days a week you can find them on facebook and instagram the best burgers shakes and fries you'll eat at Dick Mondell's burgers and fries
5: being careful these days with your budget doesn't mean you have to settle for inferior quality jewelry at a mall store if you're
10: used to shopping in malls and never been into an idc before i want to personally invite you
5: in International Diamond Center owner Keith LeClaire.
11: We've got something for everybody. It doesn't matter your budget. It doesn't matter if you need financing. We'll make it
5: happen. As a manufacturing jeweler, IDC is able to cut out the middleman. Our diamond
8: bracelets, we buy the bracelet, we buy the diamonds, we assemble it. Our diamond bands, we buy the mounting, we
11: buy the diamonds, we assemble it. So you're cutting out all that 40% that's in the middle for these
9: manufacturers.
5: And that's for superior quality jewelry with free service for life. When you come into IDC, you're going to get better quality for less, period. International Diamond Center. The one
8: thing I'll guarantee. You is you will make a big financial mistake if you don't shop
5: IDC at Celebration Point or visit us online at shopidc.com.
4: There's a feeling of pride and excellence that comes with living in Gator country. Just ask Chuck Bush at Chuck Bush Auto Repair and Gator Transmission. A safe running vehicle needs regular upkeep, so Bush Auto Repair specializes in same day maintenance. And when she's not running, an ASE tech and computer diagnostic will identify the problem and fix it right the first time. Straight talk and excellent service you'd expect in the swamp. Read their reviews. Keeping cars on the road since 1954. Call Chuck Bush Auto Repair and Gator Transmission. Hurricane season is here, and now is the time
8: to make a plan and know your zone. In the case of an evacuation, have a plan to go to a hurricane shelter, hotel, or stay with a family or friends. If you're ordered to evacuate, you need to leave. You can rebuild your home, but you cannot rebuild your life. This hurricane season, know your zone, know your home. Learn more at floridadisaster.org. This message was sponsored by the Florida Division of Emergency Management, the Florida
4: Association of Broadcasters, and this radio station. Direct Auto Insurance is for uncompromisers. With savings of up to 25%, you too can stop compromising and keep driving. Get a quote today at directauto.com. Savings based on applied discounts and will vary. Term supply. How you buy can affect price. National General Group, Winston-Salem.
0: From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF Weather Update.
6: The dry front passed through our area last night, and winds behind it are gusty from the north. So, even with lots of sunshine, highs today will struggle to get into the upper 70s. Tonight, partly cloudy to mostly clear skies. Low spitting chilly. We'll wake up to temperatures in the mid to lower 50s. Wednesday and Thursday, trending a little bit warmer. Highs Wednesday in the low 80s. We should get to the mid 80s by Thursday. From the UF Weather Center and meteorologist Megan Borowski.
12: T.
0: Johnson, Jay Williams. And Max Kellerman.
13: The Dallas Cowboys, this is a 13-type win team, okay? So if you thirteen and 4 you probably are going to have the first round bye. And if they can keep this recipe together, the Cowboys are going to probably wind up in the Super Bowl. Super Bowl Cowboys. I'm telling uh-huh. you.
0: Key, Jay, and Max. Weekday mornings at 6 right here on ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM WRUF. <laughs> Coming up at four, it's the tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley, right here on ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and on your phone with the WRUF radio app.
14: This is Gator soccer coach, Samantha Bohan, and you are listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell, right here on ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app.
1: Well, we were hoping to have Buhol's coach, Mark Whittemore, here, but apparently uh, he has something to do, so we'll try to reschedule him. In the meantime, we'll take your calls, 392 email S Russell email srussell at com D, hello.
13: Hey, how you doing, Steve? Good. Uh, interesting question with the uh, coach. Um, I, I would do it, Steve, because, look, man, if you're a competitor, uh, all, all these coaches are, are maniacal competitors. They feel that they can win – because they're they're confident in their abilities, so um, you know the, the way it is now with NIL, social media. That's just that's just stuff you have to navigate, man. That's why you know Billy Napier hired all these the army because he knows he can't navigate this stuff by by himself. So um, you know you, that's we all know what comes with the territory with coaching basketball, coaching college football. There's a lot more distractions, but the money is a lot more lucrative. And another thing, Steve, if you have the right agent and you got the right buyout, if you get fired, you're set for life. There's nothing, I've said it before, there's nothing better than a a fired college football coach because you look at what Dan (laughs) Bowling got, you look at what Coach O got, these guys are set for life, and Coach O won a championship. So, again, Steve, if you coaches are hired to get fired. If you get fired and you have a good agent and you got a good buyout, uh, like i said man you you're pretty much set set for life.
1: I agree with all of that, but I think what's missing here is the heartburn is the and and maybe coaches have thicker skins than you know a lot of us have I don't know I mean you're right look today with the buyouts the way they are, you can be if not set for life, pretty darn close. But I just think it, it the the coaching aspect of it, there's so much else to do with media and you know the recruiting aspect has changed. But to your point, hiring the army of people to make sure the rest of the stuff is done. The biggest thing to me is you're telling me that. At a school, you've won nearly 75% of your games. 75%. And that, and you're, and you're fired. That's the part about the coaching aspect of it, not the money. That's why it's almost ridiculous. Because if you're going to get fired for winning 72% of your games, that's a, that's a pretty steep. I don't know, maybe I'm wrong, but that that that's tough to me
13: yeah i I think Steve it's also p- people are looking at the trajectory of the program
1: sure, no uh, doubt you know,
13: i don't i don't, i dont I don't follow Wisconsin, but to make a move like that they they probably felt the, the program wasn't on the right track uh, you look at a and m I don't think jimbo Fish is going to get fired, but the noise is out there. Uh, you got look at Iowa. I mean, Kirk Ferentz is probably he's probably got more job security than any coach in the, in college football, and that's with eight wins every year. But if Iowa keeps losing the way they're losing and not putting up points, then he's probably going to end up getting fired. So I think ads and 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 the boosters they all look at the, the trajectory of the program.
1: Yes, of course. I mean, you don't fire coaches that are winning you fire coaches that either aren't winning or aren't winning enough in somebody's eyes to keep them around. So, yeah, uh, you're absolutely right. But, again, that trajectory, in my opinion, D, is much shorter than it used to be. I'm going to get Coach Whittemore on here. I appreciate your call. Thank, right, you, thank you, D. Yep. All right, let's bring in Beholds football coach Mark Whittemore. They're going to be playing their city rivalry game with Gainesville on Thursday. Good to, uh, good to have you on, Mark. Thanks for doing this.
11: Yeah, of course,
15: Steve. Of course.
1: Um, look, Gainesville's having a tough year, and but it, it's still a city rivalry game, and uh, you, you, I guess, you just have to go in that not taking anything for granted,
13: right?
11: Well, no, I mean that's that's for for sure. We got to keep our uh, you know keep our wits about us. Understand that that uh, they, they're a dangerous ball club and a rivalry game, uh, and we'll be preaching that all week. Uh, we got to. You know we got to mind our mind our business. We got to get we got to get better. We got to continue to uh, you know approach it. Just because they're uh, you know they're having a, a tough year in the win loss column doesn't mean that they can't uh, get that spark that uh, causes them to to win this ball game. So we're well aware.
1: You know I, a friend of mine was uh, saying something to me the other day about this high school football season, and I really hadn't thought about it until he mentioned it. You know you all went through COVID and what the challenges were there. And I'm not comparing weather to COVID. It it isn't comparable, but it's rained almost every week. It's messed up practice times. So, I mean, hasn't this been its own challenge this year with all the weather stuff?
11: Yeah, it really has. I I tell you what, um, you know, I don't know if this is a shadow of things to come uh, uh, as we you know, as we kind of move into these last couple decades, maybe maybe even the last, I'd say, uh, 8 to 10, in my recollection, uh, there is a hurricane cancellation every year. Yeah. You know, uh, you're always scrambling. We're – honestly, we're kind of used to it uh, at this <laughs> yeah. point. You know, Steve, I mean, it's kind of become par for the course. You're going to have a cancellation you're going to have to reschedule scramble play on a monday night play on a saturday morning uh you know it's just it really is become uh part of uh, of our job description is scrambling rescheduling getting you know but it has been a little unduly wet this uh this this beginning of this season i mean it was a mud bath our first three or four games
1: You know, sometimes you've been around the the game a long time and coached a lot of different teams. Mark, you know this. You can have a team that doesn't win a lot, but it's a fun group to coach, and you can have a group that wins a lot, but it's not a particularly fun group to coach. You have a team that's doing really well. Is this a fun group to coach?
11: This is a really, really fun group to coach. Uh, We have no, uh, you know, none of those uh, classic attitude issues that you might find on a on a very talented team uh we've got a lot of team first type players um it's it's so much fun i mean practice yesterday uh you know i told the kids at the end of practice i i really don't even want to leave the field right now i'm having so much fun just being around you so interesting question steve and and uh this this team actually is uh so so much fun
1: you know, a lot of things go into that. You know, the personality of the team, but I think a lot of. It, well, look, winning cures a lot of things. We all know that, but it's it is the, the 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 teams that are unselfish. The team that realizes maybe the guy in front of me is a little bit better, but I'm going to still bust my butt try to get myself in a game. Is that the sort of thing you have with this group?
11: Well, you have to maintain that. Uh, uh, just talking about that, uh, which is. Is a, is, is a culture thing. Um, you know, I, just as you're, as you're asking that question, I think of, of Nick Saban and, and, and the unreal and unprecedented success that he's had staying at the top. You know, I mean, to stay at the top, you have to manage all those different emotional and perception variables. And you're constantly having to readjust uh, this year, we went to the Final Four last year. We're very talented. Um, the expectation is, you know, the expectation is win the state championship. So, managing these kids' psyches, managing their emotions, their their approach every week, and the coaching staff's approach. Uh, there's a lot of art to that, and hopefully, I'm artistic. <laughs>
1: I never thought you and I would talk about artistic in an interview, but you know what? That's, it, it's okay. Um, yeah. let, let me end with this. Um, you kind of touched on that. You know, sometimes when you have the success, uh, you know, kids can take it for granted, you know, maybe not practice as hard or do the little things. Have you seen the practice effort be good? Have you seen the team still continue to work at the little things and try to get better?
11: Yeah. Well, our leadership, Uh, our better players uh, are our harder workers Uh, and that's not always the cycle that you're in you know you're kind of dealt the the cards that you are with different personalities and we just happen to be in a a cycle where we've got talented kids who are also hard workers and approach practice in a way that they give great effort so obviously that trickles down to everybody else uh, whether it be backups or or other position players Um, so right now uh, the way we're approaching practice, the way we're approaching getting better every week, is I feel like it's uh, it's right on the money.
1: Okay, going to be the the uh, city rivalry game with Gainesville Thursday uh, over at Citizens Field with with the Beholds Bobcats. Mark, thank you. We we'll always appreciate your time.
11: Of course, Steve. Take care.
1: You got it. Thank you, Mark Whittemore, head football coach at Beulahs, having a terrific season. Um, we're going to talk at the top of the one o'clock hour. Uh, Howard Richards going to join us uh, from the Missouri Radio Network to talk about Missouri's football team. Later in the week, uh, Brad Spielberger is going to be with us to talk NFL tomorrow from Pro Football Focus. Uh, Gabe Darman is going to be with us uh, from uh, Go Mizzou to talk about uh, Missouri again. Also, Sean Kelly will be here to, on Thursday. And then Ben Brown from Pro Football Focus will talk a little college football with us uh, on Friday. Because it is homecoming on Friday, the students are off, but we will have a show, and we will have prognostication friday uh and there's actually some really good games this week it's It's probably the deepest set of games uh we've had to this point uh, i I just think it's going to be a really good week and it's going to be hard to narrow it down to you know seven or eight games, but we will do that. Jeff uh has an interesting uh, email to my question about Aaron Judge. He says, Steve, I know you like a lot of different sports, and you like football, and you like baseball. And I don't dislike baseball. But when I'm watching football, I don't care what's happening in baseball at that moment. I'm there to watch football. I don't appreciate having the game I'm watching be interrupted to watch Aaron Judge or anybody else. I may go to the highlight later, but I don't really care if I see it live or not. Okay. I mean, I, I get it. 12.43, time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF.
0: Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF.
14: Good afternoon. I'm Lauren Halpern. Tonight in Boston, the Tampa Bay Rays will take on the Red Sox after falling short 4-3 to last night. The first pitch is scheduled for 710, but you can find live coverage and updates right here starting at 630. In Gator sports, women's tennis will advance at the ITA Championships. The team had an impressive performance on both the singles and doubles side of the competition yesterday. They defeated Wake Forest and NC State in singles, and UNC, Texas Tech, Wisconsin, and LSU in doubles. Catch the Gators back in action today as they head into the main draw of the tournament. Gator football took an impressive lead over Eastern Washington 52-17 to 17 over the weekend. They look to carry that mojo into this Saturday's homecoming game against Missouri. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Lauren Halpern.
0: ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM WRUF.
1: Gator Nation, try to step up if you can and give a hand to the Road Heaver Boys Ranch in Palatka. If you have an unused or unwanted car, truck, RV, or boat, just about any kind of vehicle, please consider donating it to the Road Heaver Boys Ranch. The facility houses at-risk young boys from troubled homes and is sustained by donated vehicles. These boys learn real-life skills by repairing the vehicles themselves and also reselling them as well. Your donations are tax-deductible and go a long way towards helping a really great cause. Your generosity in this case does a heck of a lot of good. You can Google for more information, Boys Ranch Palatka, or go to rbr.org. That's rbr.org to learn more.
2: It's everybody's favorite time of year, Gator football season. And where do Gator fans gather before, during, and after Gator football games? Easy. The Social at Midtown. The Social at Midtown is Gainesville's favorite restaurant and rooftop bar and is located right across from Ben Hill Griffin Stadium. Stop in before the game for a few drinks and a bite to eat and then walk to the stadium. After the game, stroll directly across University Avenue and party all night long. And if you don't have tickets to the game, The Social has 60 huge flat-screen TVs, so you won't miss one second of the action. You'll even be able to hear the roar of the crowd from The Social's rooftop bar. But you don't need to wait for a Gator game to head to The Social. They open for lunch at 11 o'clock every day of the week. Follow them on social media or check out thesocialgnv.com for daily specials, including their famous all-day happy hour every Sunday. It's time to get social. The Social at
5: Midtown. Here's another remarkable success story from QC Kinetics. This one from Chad, who hurt his knee at the gym one day and it just kept on hurting
2: for months. From my high school football and wrestling days, I already had a little bit of damage in there, but this just sent it over the edge. Chad
5: tried traditional treatments with no improvement when he turned to the non-surgical regenerative treatments at QC Kinetics.
2: It was really fascinating how they did their work, and the science behind it was very intriguing, and it works. Extracting the cure out of my own body blew my mind. It's like I'm brand new again. It was Fantastic.
5: That's because the QC Kinetics Natural Biologic Treatments use your body's own healing power to restore damaged tissue in your hips, shoulders, back, and knees, providing
2: long-lasting relief. Now I'm back at the gym. I'm 100% feeling great. If you're tired
5: of suffering with pain from arthritis or injury, call QC Kinetics now for a free consultation.
4: Call QC Kinetics, 352-400-4550. That's 352-400-4550. In Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages, 352-400-4550.
11: Fall means more than football. It's also a great time to get your trees ready for winter. Daughtry Tree Service, the tree service people, is standing by to help you with all your removal, trimming, pruning, and more projects. Free estimates. At Daughtry Tree Service, there is no tree too tall. We
16: do them all. This is Ernie Johnson, Jr. Sports is about overcoming obstacles, and college coaches work hard to help young men overcome Duchenne muscular dystrophy. It's called Coach to Cure MD, and you can help. Text the word CURE to 501-501 to donate $25 on your next mobile phone bill. Or go online to coachtocuremd.org. Text the word CURE to 501-501. Help coaches cure MD.
15: Brought to you by the American Football Coaches
0: Association. The Mary Wise Show, Monday evenings at 7, right here on ESPN 981 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. And now, more sports scene with Steve Russell, here on ESPN 981 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF.
1: Hope you enjoyed Inside the Huddle today. I always do. You know what? Coach Burrier, he's, he's so great. He's If I don't remember something, he, he'll just, he just, he, you he, 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 he were here for all of them. I mean, he has a mind that's incredibly sharp. Um, love doing the show with him, and the Gator could be Shane Matthews. Gator, man, what's up?
12: What's going on, Shane? Y'all always love the old ball. i that tell you what, yeah? Yeah, I hate the day when he left, old David. But uh, like I said, he gave him about twelve, thirteen good years. And they enjoyed every minute of it. That's true. Oh, yeah. Well, I see, my quarterback broke the state record for most touchdowns. He has 191. And still counting. Okay. Well, all right. Now, uh, as far as the Gator defense, I know that's a big problem. Everybody's crying about that. i got the top ten problems I see with the Gator defense. Number 10 is a lack of depth. Number nine, I think we got some bad defensive backs. Number eight, I think a lack of pad rush. Number seven, the third down defense is awful. Number six, they got too many buses of assignments. Number five, I think most of the – some of the linebackers are just too slow. And number four, you got too many missed tackles. We've been seeing that for about two or three years now. Number three, the coaches, I think, are just too soft on these guys. Got to get them out of there. Number two, I don't think they understand what defense means. That's down and dirty number one thing, these guys got to take a little pride, Steve in playing defense. I'll play line, but you got to have pride. See you have a good day. it?
1: Okay, let me ask you something though. How do you know they don't have pride?
12: I don't know, Steve you know, you know, well like I said, I play just sometimes don't look like it. I mean you make a I mean, uh give you an example. You make a tackle and the guy gave you got to seven yards and the guy jumps up celebrate. You just gave up seven yards. Why are you celebrating?
1: Okay. Gotcha. Oh, I see. All right. Thank you, Gator Man. Appreciate it. Uh, Tony says he doesn't mind the judge stuff. became a running joke on Twitter. That's right, and that's why I got a few emails. That's also true. Uh, He put it on the MLB network. I was glad to see it. Golf, especially NBC, needs to fix how they handle playing through, where they go to commercial on half the screen with sound, and golf is in a pivotal moment, and we get the other half of the screen and no sound. Uh, B.B. says uh, he saw footage of the Fort Myers uh, hurricane and thoughts and prayers go out to all those folks affected. Amen. Uh, He said the Saints look better than he thought they would because he's a Saints guy. He said, who are your top three NFL teams at this juncture? That's a good question. I mean, look, Kansas City and Buffalo I've always liked, but I don't know at this point who the best NFC team is. I mean, I, if you if you look at that division, and you just kind of go, okay, who who really, you know, sticks out there. I mean, are, are there some good teams? I mean, the all of a sudden the East is pretty good. I mean, the Eagles are the only unbeaten team in football, so I I, I guess them. They're four and until till somebody knocks them off, right? I mean, is Minnesota good at three and one? Mm, You know, so I think the AFC right now is stronger than the NFC, B.B., but I would have to say Philly because, again, until somebody beats them, they're the best. Uh, And he also says, what currently can the money given to the UF Collective be used for is the collective part of the UAA. That is a – yes, but there's a website for all of that, that can go into all that because it's very difficult to explain uh, exactly what that is. Colonel Tom says a good question for listeners might be, are you willing to put in the years of work at lower levels to get into the position for a mega job in coaching? Most people have no idea how much it's involved. Paying dues is real. Yeah, I agree. Um, Lee says, totally agree with a caller that said, don't interrupt my games with judge Homer chase. I'm watching college football for a reason. I don't see interruptions for rushing yard or passing yard records in MLB. Have there been any? I would say if that were the case, you would see that. In other words, if you're watching a baseball game and, uh, I don't know, Tom Brady is going for the uh, all-time record in touchdown passes, might you see that? I don't know. But he says, MLB acts as if other sports don't exist. Uh, I got news for you, Lee. Football acts as if no sport exists. They're the king of that. Okay? He says, don't shove judge down my sports throat. Okay? But but please don't tell me that MLB acts as if other sports don't exist. Football is head and shoulders more that way than any other sport especially the NFL coaching the leash is shorter often schools think there's something they're not I don't blame them for trying something different political terms are four years coaching and CEO should be roughly the same that's an interesting comparison it's a public institution give a fresh voice a try hire more people of color and think outside the box don't retread dudes human nature is you get power and you hold on to it become a victim of your own bubble um so mix it up and it's not just winning guys get fired for how they're winning how they're treating players how they're recruiting etc yes that's true not as much i mean if you take a look at who's fired and why the vast majority of time it's because in somebody's mind they're not winning enough i mean that it, would you not all agree with that that's probably the the main reason coaches get let go, and I'm going to go back to my Dan Mullen uh, comparison here. Okay. In 2020, Florida finishes eight and four, eight and four. Okay, and that year beat Georgia. People forget that. uh, Florida won 44-28 that year. Beat Georgia. Okay? Now, what happened? To end the year, the ugly loss to LSU, Alabama, very competitive in the SEC championship game, and then the no-show in the Cotton Bowl. Those three games right there. Right there. And I said it after the bowl game. That was trouble. Because look, when Florida played Alabama in the SEC championship game, would you not agree? Weren't you pretty excited about that? How Florida played. They scored forty six points against Alabama. I mean think about that. Yeah, I know. Gave up fifty two, blame Grantham. All right. Gave up fifty five in the in the Cotton Bowl to Oklahoma. I get it okay cuz the defense in the last 3 games gave up 37, 52 and 55 but if you asked a gator fan after the alabama game i wonder how many would have said get rid of Mullen. but i my when i look back on that that cotton bowl game when they just didn't show up That's on the coaching staff, too. Players, yes, but also on the coaching staff. So it is an interesting dynamic when that takes place. Um, Justin uh, says, Steve, I don't really mind uh, the judge interruptions, but I do agree with uh, a previous emailer. Do you think they would do that for other sports? Let me give you an example. Sam, get on the mic here a second. I'm going to give you a scenario, okay? It isn't true, but I'm going to give you a scenario. There's a baseball game going on right now. Or let's say the World Series. The World Series is going on, okay? The NBA season has started. LeBron James is going for the all-time scoring record. Again, it's a scenario I'm painting, okay? Does that merit, do you think there would be a program interruption of the World Series to show LeBron James going for the all-time NBA record? Probably not, because the World Series is owned by Fox. The rights for the World Series is owned by Fox, and Fox has no NBA rights except locally, which is now Bally. So... I don't think it feasibly that would happen, but I feel like that was the original intention of the bottom ticker. I feel like that's what the bottom line of ESPN is for to tell you when these records are broken, give you news in real time. Personally, I'm not the biggest fan of the judge cam. I don't have a strong opinion like this of other people, but I feel like if you're playing a game, especially games like Wake Forest Clemson, that mean something in their respective conferences, it's not right to butt out, especially to the broadcasters who are kind of working hard for it. Okay. Yeah. And again, I just had a few emails about this, and it was a topic last week as well. Uh, Coming up in the next hour, uh, we'll have Howard Richards here, who's in the Missouri Hall of Fame. He's part of the radio broadcast, uh, and he'll talk to you about the Missouri Tigers. And then I'm going to read an email that I hope will resonate with you because it is a common misconception that fans have about what our role is in a Gator broadcast. I'll tell you about that when we get back. Hour 2 coming up. ESPN, 981 FM,
0: 850 AM, WRUF. WRUF Gainesville, U251CG, Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios. We are ESPN, 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF.
5: In over three decades of jewelry retailing at other places, John Sapatino has never been able to offer his customers what he can today at International Diamond Center.
10: The amount of inventory here is unbelievable. A lot of people go on Pinterest looking for that perfect ring, and you know what? 99% of the time, we're going to have it. For you.
5: That's because IDC has designer rings other stores only wish they could offer, like Takori, Viragio, Kirk Terra, A. Jaffe, Henry Dossy, and other very exclusive names.
4: We were selected in the industry to be able to carry these top designers. This is what women are asking for. This is what they're talking to their friends, and this is what
1: they're looking for, and we're able to deliver that.
5: If you still can't find the right look, IDC can also custom design a ring for you using the latest technology. I
1: have people that have a little sketch they drew on a napkin. We can sit down, design it out for you, basically take your dreams and turn them into reality.
5: International Diamond Center, always doing whatever it takes to make you a raving fan and family for life. The smiles, the
1: laughs, and the hugs that we get are bar none the best.
5: At Celebration Point.
1: That's what it's all about,
5: yep. Online at ShopIDC.com.
10: We are all on this planet together, so join Odyssey and find your one thing.
7: After Halloween this year,
10: don't throw out your jack-o'-lantern. Use it to start composting instead. Pumpkins and other gourds are perfect additions to any compost pile. Also, you can add container soil and roots from potted plants that have withered away. And if you have a garden, be sure to add garden waste from cleaning and pruning, like stems, roots, and leaves. Join Odyssey, and together each of us doing one thing makes a greener tomorrow. What's your one thing?
0: Welcome to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Let's talk some sports and have some lunch on ESPN 98, one FM and 8.50 AM WRUF.
1: Welcome into our 2 of Sports Scene for a gorgeous Tuesday. It's like a spring day here. It's really nice. And we thank you for taking part of your day to share with us and talk some sports here on ESPN your home of the florida gators well it's going to be a homecoming game on saturday an sec rival is coming to town that is missouri and howard richards who's in their hall of fame part of the radio broadcast team has always been kind enough to join us to talk about mizzou and he's here this time good to have you howard thanks for doing this
16: well thanks for having me on it's uh also a beautiful day here in Missouri so um, we both have that going for us
1: love it um, <laughs> you know your football team with a break or two could be 2-0 and in the SEC and put your player hat now on you know two tough losses what do you think the psyche of the team is now will that be any kind of a factor coming in here Saturday
16: I hope it'll be a positive factor for uh, this team I I think certainly on the defense, uh, they gained a lot of confidence after going on the road to Auburn and uh, playing as well as they did and being able to pretty much replicate that same type of effort uh, through three and a half quarters against the number one team in the nation. Uh, So I I think defensively, uh, this team feels as though it's taking a step forward which listen, if you're going to win anything, you certainly have to have a good defense unless your offense is just outscoring everyone, which is not the case with, uh, with Missouri's offense. Um, now m- my thing is that when your defense is playing at a high level, um, it has to put pressure on your offense throughout the week, continue to give them good looks, uh, and continue to, to push them to be better. Uh, the issue with Missouri is that it's been self-destruction. You know, you get to a point where you're, you're moving the chains and you have a big play and suddenly it's called back by, um, some penalty. Uh, that's, that's lack of mental focus. Uh, it's, it's, it's also can be, um, a combination of, uh, just not utilizing good fundamentals. Uh, there's a play, um, on Saturday. We're starting right guard Mitchell Walters it blocking Florida, excuse me, blocking Georgia's uh, uh it was a three man front looking it was a blitz. Well, from as a player, w- what I saw is that Walters, who's a young player, he's a sophomore starting has only started what, two games now, uh, his pass set was a little shallow. He's gotta get more depth to keep his head on the swivel. Um and he got flat footed. Um and once you're flat-footed, you can't you can't move and adjust, especially if you're trying to block a safety or a linebacker that's blitzing up the middle. And he ended up getting caught and reaching and catching the player uh, with his left hand and face mask. You know that pulled back a, a big play that would have kept the drive going for Missouri. Um, and then similarly, Cody Schrader runs for 63 yards down to the one. Um, and then, you know, a, a play or two later, the right side of the offensive line, uh, has an illegal procedure. So now you push back again instead of being able to punch the ball in from the one yard line. Those are the types of mistakes that have plagued Missouri. Uh, and if it could find a way to eliminate them, um, they're going to be competitive, and they could have could have easily beaten should have beaten Auburn in regulation. Missed field goal again. Why, why was the field goal missed? Certainly, it was a chip shot. It was a twenty six charter But on the p- previous play, you had another uh, legal procedure mm-hmm. on
7: the right.
16: Those types of plays are what is holding this team back. And um, you know, everyone wants to blame coaches, and everyone wants to blame play calling. As a player. I'm telling you, you have to have a certain amount of self accountability. You know, coaches don't drop passes. Coaches don't miss tackles. Coaches don't jump offsides. Okay. You've got to be able to do that and focus. Yeah. You got to, you know, there's a lot going on. It's loud, and you got to hear the play called. You got to remember what the snap count is, too. It's all a part of the game. Um, it, it, but you just have to learn to be better. Uh, better have better mental toughness in big games like that and if missouri could do that could have done that in those two games um you know its its record would be you know four and one right now um because it did lay an egg at kansas state there's not really much that could have been done uh, on that particular day but four and one is not um uh, unrealistic for where this team should be
1: let me ask you about two players one on the offensive side one on the defensive side Uh, side Tyron Hopper of course Gator fans familiar with what has he meant for this defense and then assess Brady Cook at the quarterback position for me
16: Start with Hopper man what a godsend (laughs) 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 I I like this kid and he just plays lights out 100% of the time I just love the way he is um, he has acclimated to the Missouri defense Uh, he's a leader on the team um, in a lot of ways, he has um, helped Mizzou fans get over the loss of Nick Bolton to the Kansas City Chiefs a couple of years ago. Uh, because Nick Bolton was, was man, about as good as you can get at the linebacker position. But Hopper, wow. Uh, totally impressed with him and what he does, and he just goes nonstop. Uh, we're glad to have him on our side. Um, Brady Cook, you know, he just, he just completed his – uh sixth start as a starting quarterback for the Missouri Tigers. So what's what that should tell you a lot. Uh he's still adjusting to the position. Uh there was some some throws that he missed, some open receivers. Um, one he was throwing a ball like through the middle of the field through the uh, through the end zone going yeah. towards the north end or the big M. Uh he just missed Baird Bannister who was wide open on his left who would've been walked would have you know he just dunked the pass out to him and he would have walked into the end zone untouched. He was open by probably three or four yards. So he still has to be able to see the field better. Um, I, I like his toughness. I like his grit when he decides to tuck and run. He's pretty decisive. Um, and at times, I think the ball can come out more quickly, too. Now, part of that is is uh, the receivers have to uncover more quickly. So they're all still getting used to each other, um, getting uh, making those adjustments uh, as players, and you want to see that that level of play start to increase week by week. Um, and, and, and again, it's really about the mental toughness. To get, if they could continue to improve in that area, you know, Missouri, Missouri just has far too many penalties right now, and um, they're they're not at the level where they can overcome those penalties and go out and win ball games and finish ball games.
1: Our guest, Howard Richards, talking about Missouri here on Sports Scene. The Tigers come to town for a homecoming game Saturday at noon. The receiving core, uh, you know, Luther Burden was the five-star kid, but you've got, I think, three or four guys with at least ten catches. uh, Again, the quarterback to the receiver in that relationship, but as you look at the receiving group and the offense as a whole, I, I see a lot of individual parts here, Howard, that are good, but I think you made the point they just have to gel and get a little bit better. Is that a fair assessment?
16: It is a fair assessment, and um, I also believe that it's just going to take collectively as a unit. They have to be able to just continue to work at it, um, and because I know the talent is there, I've seen this team play, and I have seen um, from all the individual groups on the field. Uh, there is there is SEC talent there. Yeah, they're not all five stars of course but um you don't need to have all five stars you just need to have guys that are hungry and, and want to play and play hard for four quarters uh, gary pinkel was a you know missouri's former coach who's going into the co- college football hall of fame uh in december uh, he was had a roster full of two and three star players uh, but he was able to develop them and um, you know, get them to buy in into his system. He's very strict on what players, um, you know, had to do from a from a day to day basis uh, in in practice. And so, I think Drinkwitz is trying to rebuild the culture of Missouri football, and he's, he's slowly getting there. Um, but it's so it's not an overnight process, and you're going to have to live with what you have until the light bulb comes on comes on for a young a lot of these younger players. But, you know, Burden, uh, he's, I've told people before the season started, I don't care if he's a five star. He's a freshman. He's playing high school football last year. He's not going to outrun defensive backs in the SEC. Um, he's not going to do that with defensive backs on his own team. He's finding out that these guys can comfort too. They're great athletes, they're, they're as good of an athlete as he is. So he's got to continue to work before practice, after practice and learn how to study great receivers and utilize a lot of the techniques that they use to get open and to get separation. He's got to catch the ball. He's had a number of drops on easy balls that, um, you know, could have been difference makers uh, on drives. Uh, so all of that has to come together. Fortunately, Dominic Lovett, who was his teammate at East St. Louis high school in Illinois, um, has seemingly put together uh, an outstanding season. He yeah. was on his way to a good game before he got hurt. Uh, but the prior two games, he had uh, over 100 yards in receptions. Um, so I know he's, he got banged up, and I think he's kind of day-to-day with with uh, the injury. But uh, I think we're all hopeful that he's going to be able to come out and, and play at, at a, in top form. Uh, against the Gators on Saturday. I've
1: got a minute left, Howard. Uh, Florida and Missouri are 5-5 five and five in their last 10 meetings. I don't know if players look into that. Uh, Missouri won last year. Does that resonate at all with players in terms of what happened a year ago? Does it mean anything?
16: It did with me. And I would imagine that it does with with uh, these guys, too. And I think it certainly the coaches pay attention to that. And I think... You know, if you look at what happened in Gainesville two years ago with the, the incident uh, before halftime with Dan Mullen, uh, I don't think that sat well with, with, with the guys last year, and they were really hungry um, about beating Florida at home last year. Um, and, you know, those things matter. A lot of it is, is, is friendly competition. You know, you, you, you want to prove that uh, Florida being a blue-blood program, that you can go toe-to-toe with, with that program um regularly and I I think if you just look at the record you know last 10 meetings um it it, it explains to you that this this ultimately could be as much of a rivalry game as uh Mizzou Kansas used to be or what Mizzou Arkansas is um you know shaping up to be Um, so I like the matchup I like coming to Gainesville I think it's a great atmosphere um you know to play football and um uh, I'm just excited to see how this team, the Missouri Tigers, will again bounce back after two tough losses. Uh, if they're slowly becoming mentally tough, or they're going to be a team that just kind of folds its head. This is a pivotal game. you know. I think we'll have a better idea if this team is going to be um, a bowl team, uh, depending on what happens in Gainesville. So it is no less important than uh, the Auburn game, Uh, and the Georgia game on uh, this past Saturday for Missouri.
1: Okay. Um, Good stuff, as always, Howard. Thank you for taking the time to visit and a safe journey here. Sure thing, Steve. Thank you. You got it, Howard. He a real good NFL player, too, back in his day. Howard Richards, part of the Missouri broadcast team. And I think the last thing he just said right there for Missouri is the key. Right? How do they recover, bounce back after – and look, I think a lot of people thought, oh well, they should have beaten Georgia. I I don't know about that. You got to play four quarters. However, I mean Auburn that game certainly should have been won, and you can make the argument that Missouri could have won the Georgia game. So, he's right. You know, how do they bounce back from two tough losses? 116. Time check brought to you by Hayes Jittery. We'll open the phone lines for you. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF.
0: Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF.
14: Good afternoon. I'm Lauren Halpern. The Rays will head to Boston tonight for their second game against the Red Sox. After falling short 4-3 last night, the Rays hope to turn things around. The game is set to start at 7-10 p.m. Find live coverage and updates right here beginning at 6.30. The Gator volleyball team will head to Knoxville tomorrow for a midweek matchup against the Lady Vols. They hold a 54-13 advantage over Tennessee and defeated them last year around this time in only four sets. Watch the Gators live at 7 p.m. tomorrow night. The Gator football team defeated Eastern Washington 52-17 in the Swamp on Sunday. They will take on Missouri for the annual homecoming game this weekend at noon. Find live coverage and updates right here starting at 8 a.m. this Saturday. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Lauren Halpern.
0: ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM WRUF.
1: You now, When you go to purchase a vehicle, it's a big deal. It's a big purchase. A lot of money, and you want to make sure the vehicle you get is going to be one you like, and more importantly, going to be one that lasts because it's a big investment. Well, the people at Southeast Car Agency know that. And they've been dealing with their customers for over 40 years knowing just that. That for you, the person that's going to purchase the vehicle, it is one of the most important purchases you will make. That's why their sales staff is there to help you but never hard sell you. The great thing about what they do, they work with you. They don't say, well, get this car, get that car. What are you looking for? Can we help you? Do you want to test drive a vehicle? Hey, here's a list of the vehicles. You can walk down and look at them yourself. That's what's great about Southeast Car Agency and their sales staff. The selection is good as well, but remember, no new vehicles, just the best in late model, low mileage vehicles. Check them out at secars.com as well. Go see them in person. Tell them Sports sent you to Southeast Car Agency. What QC Kinetics is doing for people here is nothing short of amazing. I'm talking real, lasting relief from joint pain. Hey, it's Steve Russell. QC Kinetics is the nation's leader in exciting new pain treatments with advanced regenerative medicine, non-surgical alternatives. If you're living with joint pain from injury or arthritis, don't let them tell you steroids, pain meds, and surgery are your only options. QC Kinetics uses regenerative treatments that can restore and repair damaged tissue. Maybe you've been diagnosed with bone-on-bone arthritis Have been told you need a replacement. Call QC Kinetics now for an alternative way to deal with the pain. These amazing protocols work with pain caused by injury as well, like a torn meniscus or rotator cuff. Call QC Kinetics now. Don't keep living with that pain. Learn how regenerative medicine can give your life back with no drugs and no surgery. Now with clinics in Ocala, the villages, and in Gainesville. 3524004550 that's 3524004550 QC Kinetics Hey, Steve Russell here. I want to tell you about the Road Heaver Boys Ranch in Palatka. This facility houses at-risk young boys from troubled homes and is sustained by donated cars, trucks, boats, RVs or any vehicle. Donations are tax deductible and go a long way towards helping these boys learn real life skills by repairing the vehicles and reselling them. The Road Heaver Boys Ranch has been helping boys for over 70 years. They need your help. So please consider donating your unused or unwanted vehicle. Google Boys Ranch Palatka or go to rbr.org and learn
3: The UPS store locations are independently owned. Product, services, pricing, and hours
2: may vary. See center for details. If you're a diabetic, we have great news. You can end the painful finger sticks with a new CGM. Plus, they may be covered by Medicare, Medicaid, or private insurance.
7: If you test and inject daily, you may qualify. Call U.S. Med now to learn more. 800-513-1652. 800-513-1652. 800-513-1652. That's 800-513-1652
0: football Thursday night football and Sunday night football the NFL in prime time lives right here we are ESPN 98.1 FM 850 AM WRUF and anywhere in the world with the WRUF radio app this is University of Florida President Kent Fox and you're listening to sports scene with Steve Russell right here on ESPN 98.1 FM 850 AM WRUF and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app
1: Mark has a really good email here. Now that we have a decent sample size, has the Gator defense exceeded your expectations prior to the start of the season? Or are they worse than you expected? Last time I saw a Gator D get pushed around like they had would have been 2007. It's, it's about what I thought. What did, you know, sometimes, I say this all the time, I forget what I had for dinner two nights ago, but I can remember something that happened 50 years ago. In the summertime, right? What were some of the concerns that Gator fans talked about? Well, defense was one of them. And I think some fans, Mark, looked at Todd Grantham's departure as if, you know, he was the sole reason why the defense didn't perform well. Well, he's gone now. So you can't use that as an excuse, right? We never get to talk to the assistant coaches. I'm not that's that's not a knock, it's just the truth. So it's very difficult to get their perspective. But it comes down to talent. And you know, who won this team is gonna be on defense a high draft? Dexter? Cox, maybe, on potential. But so uh, that's what it comes down to, Marshall. No, it's about what I honestly thought it would be. If you have a different opinion, let me know. Byron.
9: Hey, Steve, you really got me with that NBA thing because, you know, anytime you mention the NBA, I have to call back. But, Steve, remember this here. The NBA playoffs, because I kind of have an NBA background, so I ain't going to get into that. But we we, we were having, I'm going to say we on this, the playoffs and O.J. Simpson thing happened, not the trial, but he was in a chase. Do anybody remember that? And I was sitting there, and I'm trying to think what, I can't even remember the teams, but what the heck is happening? there? And I I think they should have cut it. But to help you in your defense, they cut the NBA playoffs. With the O.J. Simpson chase in Los Angeles, whatever year that was, look that up, Steve. If I'm kidding, I- I- I'm gonna stop calling your show. Thanks, and Byron, go Gators.
1: Byron, thank you. I mean, that was a it was a sports celebrity that was involved in a news issue. Peyton says, "Who are the four best non-national title-winning Gator football teams?" His would be '84, '95. 01 and 09, Uh, 85 would be in there too. 84, 85 teams were (laughs) really good. And you talk about NFL talent on those teams? Good God. Um, But yeah, I mean, 1995, we all know how good that team was. Um, 09, up until the SEC championship game, they were unbeaten. 2001, you know, if it wasn't for the... The, uh, the makeup game because of nine eleven. So, yeah, I, I would agree. PG, hello.
17: Hey, man, how you doing? Good. Um, Man, it felt like we got kicked in the stomach there with the Braves taking three here at the end, but I got to say they earned it, man. The, the Mets down the stretch uh, weren't awful. I think I saw a stat where they were the sixth best team in the majors over the span of where the Braves were the second best, I guess behind the Dodgers, and they just – caught up here and at the end kind of took it. So right. It's really disappointing.
1: If if you heard me last week, I said the Mets would not win the division.
17: Yeah.
1: They yeah. they they have to prove I mean they did a, a nice job during the year against the Braves, but then it became crunch time. Well, that's when the Braves, I think, got in the head of the Mets and once again you're talking about Scherzer and DeGrom, either age or brittleness or whatever that is, and then Bassett not being good at all in the third game. So this is my worry when the Mets do get in the playoffs because if they have to go and play a wild card round, that's more wear and tear on guys that don't need more wear and tear. But at least yeah. they're there.
17: Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. If you told me at the beginning of the year, going to the playoffs, you yeah, sure. saw that any day. Take it in a heartbeat, <laughs> you know, yes. Uh, but no I, I, no, I get what you're saying. I, I think Marte being out, not not one man makes a difference, but he is so important to that. Makes a big difference,
1: then, no question.
17: Uh, and And then not, you know, you're up 3 1 in that third game, and you got less than two. First and third and you don't drive in that fourth run, then the Braves come back and score four and it's game over. They had some opportunities. It's not like they got blown out in any of those three. The Braves just hit some bombs, pitched well. Jansen was great, which I thought we could get to him. But anyway, uh if they get if they get past the Padres, the Mets, playing the Dodgers, that would still be a five game series, right? Uh I yes. think
1: that's right with the new format, I think.
17: Yeah, me too. And I and I think I think that's kind of if you're going to get the Dodgers, I mean, I could see an argument for playing them in five, um, and just trying to sneak one, two, and then you know, if you dominate a third, you might get out of there. I mean, I, I don't know. You can make an argument either way, but and I don't don't sneak don't don't sleep on St. Louis over there on the Braves side, you know, and, and the Phillies are pretty hot right now, so I'm looking forward to playoff baseball. Um, one last thing, I wanted to answer a question when you said. You know you can't really look too much to the old defensive staff when it comes to kind of the way the defense is playing now because there's new faces coaching you know i, I believe Grantham and uh Mullen were here four years, right? Was it four years?
1: Uh, I think so, yeah,
17: so you know i've you know i think I think recruiting could have been a lot stronger. We all looked at different reasons, facilities. You know, we're not winning on the field. Uh, Now it's NIL. But I I still thought that it could have been a lot better with with stronger effort um, at some of the top guys that we missed out on. And that's where I would point back to the old staff and say, you know, there's not a lot there. I mean, there's some good players, but depth, top-end guys. I don't see Dexter, unless he makes a big improvement, being a first-round pick. Um, I don't know. Cox is undersized. I don't think Mark, Marshall could maybe get there, but you know what I'm saying? That not that, that their responsibility to an extent? I know there's other variables on who's on the team that they leave.
1: Uh, their responsibility. Well, I mean, yes. If you're coaching and you're a member of the coaching staff, you are responsible for recruiting or who you recruit and then how well you coach those recruits up. So, sure, uh, any coaching staff is responsible for that, sure.
17: Yeah, because you say, you know, in year three, it'll be Napier's team. So in year five, basically, which is just what would have been for Grantham and Mullen, this this isn't all, except for the transfers on offense, seem to be pretty darn good players. Some of the better players on the team, at least production-wise, this is their team, right? So it just, I don't know. Like, that's where I would blame... I don't know if blame is the right word. I would put some of it on a lot of, at least 50, maybe more than 50% on, on the players on whose team this is.
1: Sure. I mean, look, we have seen historically uh, a coach get fired and then, uh, a, or a coach leave and a new coach comes in and they immediately win with that talent. And then when it comes to them getting the talent, it isn't the same and they drop off. We don't see that as much the other way. We do see it occasionally where, you know, a coach will be fired and a new coach comes in and, you know, that previous regime was 6-6 and and they go, I don't know, you know, 9-3. and Well, why? It's the same people, right, essentially. Well, different scheme, schedule's different, you know, however that is. But sure, I mean, you're ultimately, as a coach, responsible for who you recruit. And, and their development. Sure, that's part of it.
17: You know, a perfect example of that and it's just low-lying fruit is Ron Zook. When, when he left there and what Meyer was able to do with that in, in two years, basically, year one was really good. Year two was next level. But those, I mean, he had his guys on there, you know, young freshmen and some other transfer portal wasn't hitting. But, you know, that was a good example of, you know, he left a lot there. So, uh, you know, you couldn't do it. But I just, it just doesn't look like depth-wise, for sure, and then top-end guys, that there's a drop-off on both of those tiers on what's there now. So, All right.
1: Anyway, thank you. Yep, PG, appreciate you. 131 time check brought to you by Hayes chivalry ESPN 981 FM, 850
4: AM WRUF. This is Hub Brown, Dean of the College of Journalism and Communications here at the University of Florida, and you are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators.
2: It's everybody's favorite time of year, Gator football season. And where do Gator fans gather before, during, and after Gator football games? Easy. The Social at Midtown. The Social at Midtown is Gainesville's favorite restaurant and rooftop bar and is located right across from Ben Hill Griffin Stadium. Stop in before the game for a few drinks and a bite to eat, and then walk to the stadium. After the game, stroll directly across University Avenue and party all night long. And if you don't have tickets to the game, The Social has 60 huge flat-screen TVs, so you won't miss one second of the action. You'll even be able to hear the roar of the crowd from The Social's rooftop bar. But you don't need to wait for a Gator game to head to The Social. They open for lunch at 11 o'clock every day of the week. Follow them on social media or check out thesocialgnv.com for daily specials, including their famous all-day happy hour every Sunday. It's time to get social at the social at midtown
5: hi this is dr art maury of exceptional dentistry Listen to what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional Dentistry.
2: One other thing that I like about Exceptional Dentistry compared to other practices I've been to is it's one practice. From soup to nuts, whatever I need in terms of my dental care, I know that they're going to be accountable and responsible to what services they're providing for me. Other practices that I've dealt with over the years, I felt like I had to triangulate, whether it be someone extracting and another person implanting. here. It is a one-stop party shop. You're going to get every level of care that you need in terms of your dental care. I've become a new person since all of these treatments have started. I'm extremely pleased with the time and the money investment that I've made into this.
6: This is Dr. Kim Mowry, and if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome, we're here for you. Please visit us at ExceptionalDentistry.com. That's ExceptionalDentistry.com.
8: Football season is here. Time to let Electronics World upgrade your home entertainment so you can enjoy all the big games this fall. Hi, this is Tom Collette. Score big with a new Sony 4K Ultra HD TV or a custom-designed, professionally-installed home theater from Electronics World. The winning team at EW can put you right on the 50-yard line in your own home. Come visit us today and see for yourself. Just off Newberry Road, west of I-75 near TJ Maxx, or online at electronicsworld.net.
4: Get ready for game day, Gator Nation. Join your fellow UF alumni and friends to cheer on the orange and blue before each Gator home game at the Gator Nation tailgate sponsored by GEICO. Located at Emerson Alumni Hall, directly across the street from the swamp, you'll have a prime view of Gator Walk, live music, games, and all kinds of family-friendly fun. Featuring barbecue and beverages from Mojo's Hogtown and exclusive Gator gear from the UF Bookstore. Learn more at ufalumni.ufl.edu. Go Gators!
8: Daughtry Tree Service has been voted Our Town Magazine's favorite local tree company for 2020, 2021, and 2022. As well as the Newberry Business Hall of Fame for the third year in a row. Call us today for a free estimate and remember, at Daughtry Tree Service, there's no tree too tall, we do them all.
0: From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update.
6: The dry front passed through our area last night and rooms behind it are gusty from the north. So even with lots of sunshine, highs today will struggle to get into the upper 70s. Tonight, partly cloudy to mostly clear skies. Low skidding chilly. We'll wake up to temperatures in the mid to lower 50s. Wednesday and Thursday, trending a little bit warmer. Highs Wednesday in the low 80s. We should get to the mid 80s by Thursday. the UF Weather Center and meteorologist Megan Borowski.
4: And now, the the, the
0: Dan Patrick Show. Dan
4: Patrick. Ah!
0: Tua Tonga-Bailoa suffered a scary head injury. You should have been picking up the story on Sunday in the game against the Buffalo Bills.
4: There was no outcry from that injury causing those symptoms to keep him out of last night's game. Okay, it's a back injury. He
0: wobbled. The Dan Patrick Show. Dan and the Danettes. And you. Weekday mornings at 9, right here on WRUF. Bump, set, spike. We are your home for Gator women's volleyball. You
15: are listening
0: to ESPN, 981 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. The home of the Florida Gators. It's the dean of sports talk in Gainesville, Steve Russell. On ESPN 98.1 FM at 8.50 AM WRUF. A little
1: E-L-O to help you during your day here. Welcome back to Sports Scene and the home stretch. Tony's going to talk to us now. Hi, Tony.
18: Hey, Steve. What's up, buddy? How you um, doing? Steve, yeah. I called you uh, last week on the Aaron's Judge thing. And, you know, the surprising thing for me the last couple of weekends that this has been going on is... The supposed sports people, you know, the big the uh, the sports journalists, quote unquote, that have had these what I consider awful takes on Twitter, you know, I would expect them to have a little bit better perspective. You know, Joe Snow football fan, you know, with that Neanderthal type of attitude, probably won't. But I suspect, I, but I suspected maybe that your sports journalists would. But they've had just as bad of of, of uh, takes, to be honest with you, Steve. That's what surprised me most about this Aaron's Judge thing. What do you think about the sports journalists in the business with these? Yeah, a
1: bit surprising, um, because I you would hope that they would understand history, right? Yeah. But I do get I, I do get this argument, and I I'm, I'll, I'll look at Sam here. Maybe he can. Can you remember? the last time that there was an interruption like this in sports?
18: No, really. I mean, the the only thing that that I could remember was what Byron brought up, which was the Knicks-Houston finals that was cut in for, for the OJ car chase. But as far as something like this with a sports record, um, I really cannot remember anything like this happening really to be See, honest with
1: you. And and that yep. and Go I ahead. think that plays into this. Right? Mm-hmm. That it's not been done before. Um you know, did they break in when you know Tom Brady set a record? Did they break in when you know quarterback X uh you know Peyton Manning did this or Brett Favre did that? Because it I don't think it's happened then I think this was like, well what are you what are you doing? It's never been done before. Yeah. And sometimes when something hasn't been done before, well, what are you interrupting the program? You know, you can just go on Twitter now, you can you can just look on a phone now and get this. And that I think plays into it too. If this was fifty years ago, I don't think anybody would have a problem with it. But now yeah, you can correct. get information so fast that why interrupt the programming? I, mean, I understand that to a point.
18: And it's still a split screen. So it's not like if they're just going away from the football game. And mind you, it's like an Auburn, Missouri game, week four of a college football season, split screen. I think people will survive that. Hey, Steve, I wanted to touch base on what you were going to bring up about the SMU team. You know, a bunch of players now are thinking about sitting out the rest of the season Mm -hmm. so they don't burn that redshirt year because they want to enter the portal. you know, Steve. The way that I look at it is, I look at these scholarships kind of like as a quasi contract, right? Listen, the school's providing you this, and you have to provide the school in return. You got to go to classes, you got to maintain a GPA, and you got to play football. That's why you got the scholarship for. So, if they're going to sit out the season, okay, to not burn their redshirt year, then you pull their scholarship. That's how I see it. You got to pull that scholarship then. You know, these players can't have it both ways, man. They can't, you know, play big boy here, want to get paid now with the NIL stuff. And if you're going to play big boy, then when you have to live with the big boy consequences. And if you're going to do these things of uh, sitting out, you know, you got to pull that scholarship, Steve. That's how I see it, man.
1: I brought this up several months ago when it came to this, Stony. And I... I've changed my mind on this because when I first brought it up, you know, when when we saw the players just not, you know, most of the time they set out a bowl game or, you know, like something like that. Okay, fine. One game, whatever. Now, though, I agree with your point. If you have the right to sit out the remainder of the season, you have every right to do so. So you can enter the transfer portal you have every right to do that but why should i continue to feed you why should i continue to give you medical treatment you've you've quit you've quit correct so if it's if it's one game at the end of a season at least you've done what you've done you know for the for the entire year fine but this part of it It's become a player's thing now, and I'm all for players' rights. I always have been, but this is getting now, you know, to where also they can get extra eligibility, you know, because of the pandemic. They're they're manipulating the system, and I think the system's got to change along with this.
18: That's a good point there, manipulating the system. It's a good way to put it. All right, Steve, take care, buddy. Okay. Yep, thank
1: you, Tony. Um, By the way, I meant to do this earlier. I don't know if anybody caught this or not. A couple of weeks ago, I guess it was, I uh, announced that the SEC had uh, given its SEC baseball schedule. A couple of days later, they went, "Uh, Oops, wrong schedule. Wrong. They just put out the corrected one. So for you baseball fans... March 17th is the first SEC weekend. Alabama comes here. The next weekend, Florida's at Ole Miss. Then Auburn comes to town. Then Florida goes to Tennessee. That'll be April 7th through the 9th. Georgia comes to Florida the following weekend. Florida then goes to South Carolina. Florida hosts Missouri. Missouri. Then the Gators go to Texas A&M. And that original schedule had A&M being the last series of the year. It's not now. Then the next weekend, May 12th through 14th, Vanderbilt is here. Thursday through Saturday, the last weekend, Florida still ends up on the road. They end up at Kentucky. So that is the revised SEC baseball schedule. One forty-three Time check brought to you by Hayes. Final segment coming up, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF.
0: Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF.
14: Good afternoon. I'm Madison Walker. For your Gator women's and men's tennis teams, yesterday was their first day at the ITA All-American qualifying matches. With multiple days here, the Florida athletes are hoping for a successful outcome. As for Florida women's and men's golf, the women's team will play 18 holes today at the Windy City Classic, and men's golf will play 18 holes today at the Ben Hogan College Elite Invitational. As for Florida women's volleyball, they will play at Tennessee tomorrow night for a big SEC matchup at 7.30. Tonight, your Tampa Bay Rays will face the Boston Red Sox in Boston. A big game for the Rays at Fenway Park. Tune in at 6.30 to hear coverage of the game live. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Madison Walker.
0: ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM WRUF. Hi,
8: I'm Emmett Smith, Hall of Famer and all-time lead in Russia with exciting news.
5: If you suffer from chronic joint pain, Emmett Smith wants to introduce you to QC Kinetics. QC
8: Kinetics is the nation's leader in biologic treatment for pain. I'm talking regenerative solutions that encourage your body to heal and repair itself. No medications, no surgeries, no downtime.
5: If you have pain in your knees, hips, lower back, and shoulders, don't assume the old treatments are the only treatments. Learn more about how you can get lasting relief with biologic treatments that can repair and restore damaged tissue. Want
8: to learn more about this exciting, natural way to deal with chronic joint pain. Play golf without pain. Walk upstairs without pain. Play with your kids and grandkids without pain. Get back on your job without pain. Live your life pain-free. Call QC Kinetics.
4: Call QC Kinetics. 352 That's 352 400 352 There's
11: nothing like living in gator country especially during football season. Just ask Chuck Bush at Bush Auto Repair and Gator Transmission, keeping the Gator Nation on the road since 1954. And for the Gator away games, why not grab your crew and head out in a Cruise America RV rental? Also available at Bush Auto Repair. You'll love all the creature comforts at fantastic pricing. Trust Chuck Bush Auto Repair when you're in the swamp or heading out
2: of town. Visit online at chuckbushautorepair.com. Go Gators!
7: We're all on this planet together, so join Odyssey and find your one thing. As autumn
10: temperatures get cooler, here are some simple things you can do to help out the environment. Remove any window air conditioners. Check windows and door seals for proper insulation to keep heat in and cold air out. And check your furnace, making sure it's clean. And replace the air filter with a new one to keep it running at peak efficiency all winter long. Join Odyssey, and together each of us doing one thing makes a greener tomorrow. What's your one thing?
0: The future is now. Intercepted! Amari Bernie just intercepted it! The Gators square off against the Missouri Tigers. Ten to the five. Chumps! Kickoff is set for noon Eastern, 11 a.m. Central, with pregame coverage starting at 9 a.m. Eastern, 8 Central, right here on your home for Florida Gators football. We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 a.m. WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. The WRUF radio app. Your source for sports every second of every hour of every day. You are listening to ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. Sports scene with Steve Russell on ESPN 981 FM and 850 AM, WRUF.
1: I I promised I would do this. It's an email guy's name is Thomas, Tom, and he said a caller last week mentioned that the excessive background noise on radio broadcast of Gator games makes it difficult to hear the broadcasters. I couldn't agree more. I was surprised at the loud background crowd noise. In particular, I had difficulty hearing Shane, who is more soft spoken. This problem may be more pronounced for senior citizens like me. In general, my hearing is fine. But diminished, high-frequency hearing is common in older people. This means it's harder to hear when there's background noise. Please ask your radio broadcast technicians to address the problem. it, It amazes me how many people think this is something that we have anything to do with. We don't. That is strictly a gator network. Issue. Now, Sean Kelly is going to be here on Thursday. Tom, I will pass this along to him uh, and I'll be glad to do it. But uh, when uh, Florida played Kentucky, uh, there were three or four calls here that I got, and it was, you guys, you guys, you guys. Well, there ain't no you guys. We're only the affiliate. We carry the broadcast just like anybody else does in any other part of the state and on a radio station. We're an affiliate. So we don't have anything to do um, with the actual broadcast. will give you an example. In baseball, okay, we do some games that are just our local broadcast. So we would have something to do with that. But later in the year... IMG picks it up, and again, we are just an affiliate, like anybody else is. So, I wanted to. I think Tom's email just highlighted. I think what a lot of people seem to think that you know we have something to do with you know the that particular aspect of it, and we don't. Three nine two eight two five five. Todd says stopped interrupting football to show baseball it it's not that Todd okay L- let me ask a question if if you were watching a baseball game you're watching well let, let me let me back up if you're watching a football game you're watching it because you want to watch it as opposed to a baseball broadcast or a basketball broadcast right I get that but it is potential history. And he also says, back to my coaching thing, he hasn't been convinced there's a downside to coaching at the college level. Guaranteed money, buyout bonuses, etc. I don't think people really understand what that's about. I get annoyed sometimes. At some fans, who I think, are pull the trigger too quickly, you know, criticize too quickly, and maybe coaches are immune to it. Maybe they don't go on social media. Maybe they don't do any of that. But again, there is a downside. He also says hire competent coordinators and staff. It's really more of a situational management skill than a coaching experience. Well, you have to have management skill, but you but you better know how to coach. He also says Tennessee and Kentucky were successful at limiting our ground game, forcing Richardson to throw. If the team's left to tempt this, could not Napier and company use routes that schematically take advantage of the 3-4 defense or stacking the box? Of course. It's a chess game. He said he thinks this game is a must-win for the psyche of the team going through the heart of the SEC schedule. He saw Missouri slow down Georgia last week. What concern should Florida have in executing our offense? Well, I I think you have to run your offense, Todd. And look, understand that every game is different. Every, Every defense is different. What they're trying to accomplish is different. But in the end... The coach's job is to come up with a game plan that you think is going to attack that defense and win the game for you. Andrew, hello.
15: Yes, Steve. Uh, I'd like to ask you a question. You know when you uh, had that individual on representing Missouri, you you asked several questions pertaining to this Saturday's game. Um, Have you been a guest on, say, like the radio or any other of our opponents' radio where they yes. ask you those types of questions? Yes. Okay, if I ask you a question just hypothetically from the side, say I'm from um, Montana State and okay. playing All right, I'm going to ask you, <clears throat> is this weekend's game the fact that Florida's 0-2 in the conference, will it be a motivating factor uh the possibility of being 0-3, will that have uh, an influence on their play this Saturday? And I'll hang up and listen. Okay. Thank
1: you, Thank you Andrew. I think it is, um, on a scale of 1-10, to 10, about a 2. I, I don't think coaches go, if we don't win this game, we're 0-3 in the SEC, you know. No. You've got to go win the next game. That's what that's what you have to do. So I don't think, I mean, I think the players know what their record is, right? Missouri's 0-2. Florida's 0-2. Somebody, in all probability, is going to be 0-3. So, but is that going to be the motivational thing for you? No, it's not. The motivational thing is to win the game, not lose it. If your mentality, in my opinion, Andrew, is that you're, you're going to help, you're, you're going to coach your team because you don't want them to lose as opposed to going out and winning the game, that's trouble. That's big, big, big trouble. I hope, I hope coaches don't coach like that. You're, you're out to win the game. That's what it's all about. I don't care if you're playing peewee ball, okay? I mean, if I'm addressing my team in high school, or I'm addressing my team in middle school. Hey, fellas, you know if you don't win this game, you're 0-3 in the league. I, what, what kind of seed is that plant, fellas? Go out, and play the best you can. Let's win this game. We're capable. Let's go, go. That that that's great question. However, um, okay, we got about uh, three or four minutes. You got a quick call you want to get in? You can. Um, in the meantime, oh. Uh, Joe wants to know where the game is being broadcast. It's going to be television-wise, ESPN U for this game. But, of course, you can listen to Sean and Shane uh, on radio. Carl, good question here. He says, uh, who are your World Series picks? <sighs> Boy. That's... That's probably harder for me than it is to do a football pick. There's so many variables in baseball as opposed to football or even basketball. Because look, how many times have we seen a team come in red hot and go cold in a short series? And how many times have we seen a team that was struggling limping into the playoffs and then they get hot and they run the table, right? I, I said I think the Astros will win the American League. I think they're really good. The National League, I think, is harder. It's hard to repeat in anything. I don't care what it is. So I'm not going to pick the Braves because of that. And the Dodgers, who were in a similar situation last year, didn't get the job done. So I think this year they do. So if you're pressing me, Dodgers and Astros. But would I bet on that? No, nope. I would not. I would not do that at all. Uh, as far as my Mets, you know they, they they play in Missouri. They got to show me what they can do. I'm glad they're in the playoffs. If you'd have said to me beginning of the year, the Mets are in the playoffs, I, you know, dance in the middle of the street. It's just disappointing to lead almost all the way through and then not win. Although the Braves did get beat by the Marlins last night, the Mets are playing a doubleheader against uh, the Nationals today. Speaking of today, our thanks to Howard Richards from Missouri. From the radio network to talk about the Tiger football team and to Buholtz coach Mark Whittemore. Tomorrow, Brad Spielberger, pro football focus, will talk a little um, NFL with you. Uh, Savannah Bailey is going to talk to you about a program called Gator Made that's being uh, highlighted this week. Later on, Gabe Diarmond from Power Mizzou will give you his thoughts on Missouri. Ben Brown from Pro Football Focus will talk college football Friday. And legendary agent Lee Steinberg is going to be here on Friday. You want to ask him about the leverage Aaron Judge now has in contract negotiations? He would know that, wouldn't he, being the agent he was? Thanks to Sam for producing. Thanks to you for listening. Enjoy the rest of this gorgeous day. You're listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WIUF. I'm Steve Russell.